podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Boom. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast. I'm Tony and with me this week is Ben. How you doing mate, yeah. you alright? Alright pal. James, have a two to your fag. Alright mate, and thanks for appearing. We've got Matt back on. You are there Matt? Evening, yeah. Good All evening good. mate. Um, I went on last week. Um you had Fergie on last week. Um, just just starting off by, um, if you're listening live, obviously, thank you, thanks for your support. Obviously, uh, you must be a patron if you're listening live. Uh, anybody who hasn't signed up yet, it's never too late. Um, we're only three game weeks in. Plenty of time to get involved in the Discord and, and all these other things we've got going on to help you win your mini leagues. Um, right, we'll go straight into the teams. Ben? Yours is first on the list. How have you got on this week, mate? Yeah, I've had a good week this week. Me transfers went through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, got rid of Havertz and I got rid of Garnacho, which worked out all right. Um, brought in Sterling, 18-pointer. Happy with that. And Mbumo, a, w- a week late, only got two points so far. So <laughs> another game to go, hopefully, plays against Newport. Um, yeah, 88 points for the week so far. Um, in goal, I got Johnston two points, Saliba two points, Ashley Young six points. Come on, <laughs> uh, he and he lost again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I got oh, yeah, I brought Hickey in as well because I had an extra transfer because my transfers didn't go through last week, so Hickey came in for Dunk. As an enabler, he got three points. Um, Saka, 14. Bruno Fernandes, 14. And then up front, Captain Haaland, 14 points. Salah, six. Rashford, seven. Pretty happy with that. Good week, that, after yeah the disaster last week, didn't you, with the transfers? Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> yeah. We're making sure every week now, won't you? Making sure that they go, they go through. Right, Matt, over to you, mate. How's your week gone? Uh, not not the best week, but not. it was a good, fairly good start to the season in the first couple of weeks, so had some points in, in the bag uh, to rely on. Uh, so Johnson and goal, two points plus probably zero or minus points coming up away to Plymouth Argyle. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Gusto on 13 points um, was my Chelsea cover. Um, so I'm hoping he plays against Wimbledon in the midweek. Then Saliba still in there on two. Estupinan on three. Rodri's come in uh, and straight away a 10. That was good. Uh, Mitoma on three. I had Luis Diaz, who was looking exceptional for Liverpool, I have to say. And then... BVD <laughs> gets sent off and Diaz is subbed for yeah. two points. So that was that was a 
a bit annoying because I thought there was some upside coming there. Uh, Saka, 14. Uh, and Bumo, 2 plus Newport at home if he plays. Haaland was the captain on 14. And Mo Salah is still in my side on six points. Excellent. 71 for a week. It was 71 for the week. So, yeah. And there or thereabouts, not, not the best start overall, but far from the worst, still, still hanging on. Yep. Decent there. How's about your week, James? I've had a great week. Uh, 91 points, uh, leading leading you boys with a total of two, two, three, six. Um, <laughs> I, I, I brought in um, Sterling um, for Ganacho, um, and uh, Sterling got 18 points. I'm happy with that. Also brought in uh, Jackson for Rashford, uh, and I'm up on that so far. Um, of course, Jackson's got another fixture as well midweek. Um, so I got 91 points this week so so far. Um, Johnston two, Chilwell seven, Hickey three, Saliba two, Fernandez 14, Saka 14, Sterling 18, Matoma three, um, Foden three. That was a bit disappointing. Um, <laughs> um, Captain Harlan 14, Jackson 11. So yeah, can't be too upset with that yeah yeah decent week that there very good week 91 uh my side 76 points for a week um i only made one transfer a little bit annoyed about the ford and not starting um thought with kdb being out before <laughs> more or less nail him selling the team but same old same old um yeah so i i I basically I burnt a transfer rather than I was I was contemplating Foden to Sterling, um, obviously for the double, but I just thought Foden against Sheffield United. Nah, I didn't want to get I, I didn't want to tinker too much, so I brought in Eze for Salah. <coughs> excuse me, uh, <coughs> only two points up on that. He got me an eight. Uh, obviously Plymouth, Plymouth away next, so. Um, you won't be getting any points there, will you, Matt? No, none at all. None at all. <laughs> um, so, Johnson in goal, two points. Saliba, two points. Gay, two points. Estupinan, three. Fernandez, decent return, 14. Saka, 14. Matoma, three. Foden, three. Eze, eight. And up top, Haaland, missing the penalty, still getting a seven-pointer, double to 14. Kept him as captain. I went as brave as some people who... Um, Went on to Sterling or Jackson. Uh, and Jackson, 11. I mean, whether, whether Jackson's going to be playing against um, Wimbledon, I don't know. Do you reckon he's going to start him, James? Do you reckon Sterling, sure. Chilwell? I wouldn't have thought he would start, if I'm honest. He might come off the bench if they need him. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I've got a feeling. Um, he's too important, isn't he, to surely... I would think Pochettino would want to try out some other members of his squad. Um, yeah. He's probably got, he could probably stick a midfielder up there if you wanted to and still comfortably beat Wimbledon, I would think. Well, you never yeah. know with the cup, do you? But uh, I, I suspect he'll start on the bench and he might come on if he's needed. Yeah. That's, that's what put me off Chilwell this week as well. Cause I, mm. Is Cucurella going to get any game time? You, you'd expect it to be now in cup, wouldn't you? Yeah. So. Yeah, a decent week though, 76. 
um, 233 in total, just three shy of you, James, two shy of you, Matt. <laughs> then you'd have been, well, a lot higher if you, your transfers had gone through last week. Yeah. 18, 18 points it cost me, them, them transfers last week. They didn't go through. Frustrating. Two, two, three, two, two, nine. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Did you see? Um... <laughs> 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 um, did I'm you see that? Um, on, on Twitter, I had the same problem. Um, he's got a YouTube channel as well. I apologise. Yeah, Coddy. His name. Coddy. I'm a bit hungover. So apologies. Coddy is called. Coddy, that's it. Uh, Coddy's yeah. SPT. Um, he had the same problem as you did. Um, yeah, I spoke to him. So it, it, it was possible to bug. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else replied to my message to say, I said, has anyone else had this problem? I didn't see any replies to that. Um, <clears throat> I was speaking but it's possible to I missed it because I'm really hungover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other. Was- Sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say I was speaking to uh, Dream Team customer su- support, and they were saying that no one, no one else has complained about um, the transfers not going through. But obviously, that's not true. They were looking into mine, but they didn't get back to me on the Friday. Probably they're all ready for the weekend. You know, long bank holiday weekend. They're probably not. Uh, they thought, oh, just f him off. We'll just crack on. <laughs> so, yeah, never mind. No. Right. Um, just a quick hello to everybody in the chat. Uh, nice to have you watching live. Good evening. Um, listeners' questions. Uh, first up, DT Philip, who will be sick as a chip. Uh, obviously, a Newcastle fan. Um, after that, Result yesterday. Got away with one there, James. Oh, what? I had I I I was chatting to my mate during the game, and I said, "No chance. We come back with ten men." Yeah. Uh, it that it just it just doesn't happen, does it? Well, against a decent side like Newcastle. Um, yeah. I was I was I was shocked. Um, very happy, obviously. Um. Yeah, Nunez, those two finishes from Nunez were something else. They were world-class finishes. Um, I'm yeah. hoping he's found his shooting boots now. Where he <laughs> starts, though, in the next game, who knows? Um, that'll be an interesting one. Um, I, I mean, Gakpo didn't, wasn't brilliant. Um, trouble is, they've been trying to play Gakpo in the midfield, and then they thought, oh, it's against Newcastle. I mean, last season he did really well as a, as a number nine. Yeah, um, but clearly we don't have enough coverage in midfield, so they've been trying him as a midfielder. But then they, for that game, they stuck him up front, um, yeah. so messing him around a bit. Yeah, devastation for the Newcastle fans. Um, Anthony Stringer just put in there that we didn't thank the new Patreon members. Uh, I didn't have a list on the one though. Um, uh, yeah, that's. It's been a little bit un- unprepared today because my computer decided to fall apart and i've lost everything lost everything on my if computer so you'll bear with me i can read them out in a yeah, second give this shot um, I'll, I'll go me. through this i'll go through this first question 
I'll let you let you sort that out then, James. Okay. Um, so yeah, DT Philip, what is everyone's thoughts on Haaland, Isaac, and Watkins up front once the European fixtures start? What do you reckon, Ben? Nice front front three there. Yeah, decent. Um, obviously, Haaland's. We don't. I don't even have to talk about Haaland for now. Uh, I think he's just shooing. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, so Haaland. Um, Watkins could be interesting. Yeah, um, decent, decent uh, player could get involved with uh, assists and goals. Obviously, and obviously playing in the Conference League, the fixtures should be a lot better. We get to see the draw on Friday, I think it is. So after the second legs of the qualifiers for the Champions League quarterfinals and the sorry. Champions League, Europa League and the Conference League. Um, we'll get to see the draw on Friday. So, we'll get to see who they get. Um, yeah, Villas should have an easy group, though. So, it could be interesting to have uh, Watkins. He's not yeah. on penalties, though, is he? Uh, Douglas Luiz, was it? Yeah, Luiz mm. has been taking the last couple of penalties. Um, Isak, he's a fantastic player, obviously, probably one of the best strikers in the Premier League at the moment. The only thing that puts me off is the rotation with Wilson. Mm. Um, I could see, I remember at the end of last season when Newcastle had a couple of double game weeks in the Premier League, Isak played like 70 minutes in the first game and then, for example, and Wilson played 20 minutes and then Wilson played the most of the game the other next game and then Isak yeah. came off the bench. So I can see that happening in the, the Champions League weeks for Newcastle. Um, they're going to have a hard group as well, aren't they, Newcastle? Apparently, the, the what do you call it? The, what's it called? The coefficient, not coefficients. Then they're going to be low down. The seedings? Seedings, yeah. that's yeah. 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 yeah, they'll be like probably a third draw, won't they? Third, mm. maybe even fourth. They are. They are the. They are guaranteed to be in the fourth pot at the moment. Oh, so even without, wow. even without all the clubs having qualified, they are in in pot four. So they've got a nightmare mm. potentially. And you could get, and they could get Milan or Lazio out of pot three, for example, and then yeah, two worldies in the top one. So mm. yeah, it'd be really tricky. It's gonna be a group of death then. Well, they're a good side, Newcastle. Oh yeah, yeah. Good side, like you know, you look back even coming out in pot four, and you look back against them. Getting, being able to finish in top two in a group, uh, definitely not. Um, what do you reckon, Matt, about that front three? Well, uh, Harland's going a bit rogue, isn't it? No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I won't talk about Harland. Um, I think Isak is is a very good option in the near future, depending on that Champions League draw. I mean, you know, there are there are obviously if they get really lucky in that Champions League draw and they get some easy options. Yeah. Um, they could, they could be an option there, and they've got the next few games: Sheffield United away, Burnley at home, you know, then West Ham away, which isn't easy, and Palace at home, which isn't that easy either. But it's it's not the toughest run, so they they Etap could be a real option coming up. I mean, I've gone into him in a couple of other formats, uh, so I do quite like him in the near future. Watkins, I think, is later on. I think there was a uh, comment in the. In the chat that was pointing out, so it was Anthony Stringer saying Ollie from game week eight to game week thirteen, and I haven't numbered the the games in my notes, but that that probably yeah. is their run of Luton at home, 
forest away and then Fulham at home. Uh, so yeah. Watkins is a definite one we'll be wanting to look at then. But I'd say not now. Chelsea home, Chelsea away, sorry, Brighton home. Probably have a look at the fixtures and go not for the moment. And then yeah. three. I'm not sure I want three strikers. If I'm honest, I want. I think I want yeah. five midfield. Yeah, you see all these bonus points that go into midfielders. Mm. It, it does put you off losing that fifth midfielder, doesn't it? Time. What do you reckon, James? I'd say they were de decent choices, but um, I'd like to see the Champions League draw on Thursday. Um, the I just looked, the Europa League draw is the 1st of September, so that's not far off as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd struggle to pick three better choices. Um, I mean... With with the likes of say Liverpool now in Europa League, yeah, you've got. I think Klopp will, will, depending on the draw, of course. I think Klopp. We've got so many options up front. Even Salah's not not nailed potentially. Yeah. Um, so I would, and I, you know, Watkins is is definitely nailed. Harlan's nailed. Isaac could rotate with Wilson, as as you've said. Um, I, I, I think they're decent choices, but we need to see those draws, don't we, before we make any final decisions. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's Haaland and in other. Um, I'd probably rather have Diaby at Villa, maybe. So, um, yeah, like you touched on, Ben, with the rotation with Wilson, because obviously Wilson's going to get game time and he usually only plays one of them. So. Yeah. Next question again from DT Philip. What's people's thoughts on part the bus for Liverpool and City's fixtures against Luton as they will be followed up by a European fixture after? So depending on Liverpool or City's European opponent, would you target these fixtures? Reckon Ben? Go to uh, someone else. I'm just reading the question out. <laughs> James? <laughs> That one for your hangover. Um, yeah, no, that, that, that could work. Um, the thing is, I don't trust Liverpool's defence right now against anybody. Um, so I'm not sure I would be using my part the bus chip with them uh, unless they start showing some defensive form. I mean, Endo's only just come in. Trent, nine, three quarters of our, of our goals is given away by Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's always one of his mistakes or a ball in over his head. Um, they haven't found the right system yet. Um, so I would be wary of using with Liverpool. Uh, I think it could work, obviously, with City, if you can pick the right players, though. Um, and, of course, L Luton appears to be a plum fixture to do it. Um, so, yeah, I, li I like the idea, but it's still early to say without seeing those draws. Um, I mean, I don't. I haven't checked to see where that where it lands that Luton fixture in the European. But if it, City might already be through, or they might it's, put yeah. a weakened team out, so it's still too early to say for sure. But I, it's a good line of thought to be having, though. Yeah. yeah, the 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 Luton game with City is the last group group match, and the Liverpool one mm. is the third from last one. So that one's probably. A bit better, but yeah. So uh, yeah, 
you're not going to be able to target just one team, though, are you, with part of the bus? Because you're going to need two teams at least, if you know what I mean. So you're going to have to find a week where there's two teams playing good up, good uh, crap opposition, basically. So, but uh, so you need like a Newcastle and a and a Liverpool or something like that, and target two defenders from one team and three from the other. That's the way I'd look at doing it. I'd I'd probably look at the City City game week eleven. City got Bournemouth, and then they got a a group game. Yeah, and Villa have got Forest, and then a European game. Which, if you had, obviously rather than going all in a one one block, if you had a half and half, um, like three, four, three from one side, two from another, and uh, edge your bets. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That Bournemouth at home shout is is a good option as well. There, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you might. I mean, City's going to be a defence all season to call, but they're God knows what some are going to do with the the game weeks at the back end of the season. If it's like last season, where there's a potential for a triple game week, mm. City in the final Premier League game. Not sure what it is. Haven't looked. Um, and in the cup final and the Champions League final. Um, possible you could get three games from the part of us, but that's. That's ultra hypothetical based on a lot of decisions. Yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Be lovely. <laughs> right. You... Oh, go, go on. Sorry, Matt. Go on. No, I was just say you might have the budget by that point to get kind of block defences. But... Yeah. That's Let's true. See. James, did you did you find the pay, new patrons? Yes, I did. Um, and I put them in the one note. I can read them out now. Yeah. Um, so thanks to Anthony Stringer and um, Kieran Marin, who joined us um, since the last pod. Thanks for your support. We really appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, lads. Thanks a lot, lads. Right. Port and Porker. Um, I think we had a couple of questions on keepers, haven't we? What are people's thoughts on keepers when Europe kicks on? Are you staying cheap or getting in a European keeper? If so, who? Uh, Matt, what are you doing your keepers, mate? So my plan was definitely to get to a European keeper. I'm not quite sure I've got enough budget to be able to get to the one I want, um, which is which is a problem. And which is the other question we'll come on to in a bit is um, is related to the reason to need to get rid of a keeper that most of us have got. But... <laughs> I mean, in terms of European keepers that I want, I want one who's going to play most games in Europe and in the Premier League. So, I don't know, Ortega might take a few off Edison, probably. Have Arsenal bought Raya to, to play in a few games? Or is he yeah. happy just wending his way on the bench? Um, I don't know who's the number one keeper between Steele and Verbruggen at Brighton. I mean, Verbruggen looked like he must have been when he came on this weekend and then shipped... Was it four? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, and there's no, there's no really cheap option that I think is. There's no cheaper option that looks like they're playing. So, Ariola's playing in the Premier League, but I'm presuming that means Fabianski's going to play Europe for West Ham. Um, Martinez maybe is somebody I might be able to afford. Um, I'm presuming Villa. 
well, barely seen him play Olsen. I'm not sure. I don't know if they're going to give games to him in Europe. So maybe Martinez might be the one I can get to and and go for. So we'll see. Yeah, I think um, Villa played Martinez in the Europa League. Uh, but they took him off, didn't they, early? I think he got mm. injured. Yeah, I think um, he has had an injury. So I think Olsen did actually play this last, last yeah, week, did. actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so maybe Martinez. Mm. James, I think Mac nailed it. To be honest, yeah. I, I like the idea of of Martinez if he's playing in Europe because um, he's a bit cheaper. Obviously, the safest option would be to probably Ederson. I think he will play in the Champions League, and potentially not the last group game or something like that if they've. If they've already qualified, but um, I, I would think that they will play in the Champions League. I don't, but I, who knows? Oh, um, um, doesn't look um, United's defense doesn't look great this year so far. Um, you, Pope, Pope, we don't know whether Pope will play. I well, I, I think Pope probably will because it's Champions League. I think Pope will probably play in the league and in the Champions League, so he could be an option. I wouldn't touch Ramsdale for the same reasons as uh, as Matt said. Yeah. Um, ben? <laughs> yeah, sorry. You covered it, like you said, but um, yeah, the closest one to, to my price at the moment is Ariola, but I'm a bit worried about Fabianski playing in Europe. But is Fabianski in the bad books? After his outburst, um, so yeah, maybe Pope would be great. Allison's would be great too, but four point three million. Edison's four point six. It's a bit a lot of money for a goalkeeper, I think, at this time of the season. Anyway, till we get our budget up. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a contradictory opinion to to kind of thoughts around uh, Martinez and. Olsen, Ammon has suggested that he thinks Olsen will play the games in Europe, so going to be picking lottery tickets here, aren't we? Mm. It's true. It's true. Um, right. Next one from uh, Lego. Getting smaller with these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Lego is, is Luca Digne going to be a viable option finally? He has similar ability to Trent and Trippier. He's just always had something missing, but four assists in the last two games for Villa. Uh, I think it's, it's tricky, isn't it? When Moreno comes back, that's going to be the issue with Digne. Um, I, did, I did mention him at the start of the season. I think I had him in at one point. But then... Yeah, it puts me off knowing that when Moreno comes back, he's probably going to lose his place. But he has been playing well. What do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, I'm liking the look of him at the moment, obviously. Um, I think Ben's frozen, which has happened a few times. What? Yeah. I, I could hear Ben, I have to say. Have I frozen? Uh, you, <laughs> I think that's your event as well. In the, <laughs> it's yeah, your your provider. Ben's the only picture that's freezing, but sorry, carry on. 
Yeah, uh, Luca Dean, yeah, he's looking good. Um, what's he got? Four assists in two games. Obviously, three was in the Europa Conference League, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think we were talking about the start of the season, weren't we? That uh, Villa's been um, experimenting with um, playing the three centre halves, but as one as a as a fullback, and then and then the the like natural fullbacks pushing on forward, and then they're coming into a three at the back, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they've done that in the. I think they did it in the Europa Conference League. They played Carlos as a right back. Um, so it's interesting. I'd, it's, I mean, the best team is when they play Cash and Dinya, but with uh, Mings being injured, they probably got more chance of playing with Dinya as a as a fullback. So at the moment, you can't really drop Cash and Dinya. They're both they're both uh, getting attacking returns, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the look of it. Is he what two point one or something now, Dinya? Yeah, that says good option. Go up in price as well. You reckon Matt? Yeah, I think he'll go up in price. I think he'd be a hold probably if you had him. I'm not. I'm not sure. Given Moreno risk, I'd want to go into him. He started left back or wing back. Whether they played a three or four or five. Um, but I, I think it's that Moreno coming back. So the last, the only quote I could find from any press conference or anything was actually from like ten days ago. Uh, when they said Moreno's close to being back with us, that was the comment. So it's going to happen sooner rather than later, you would think, in the next few weeks. So maybe as a short-term, as a short-term um, sort of daisy chain. But then the short-term isn't that great. They've got Liverpool away next, which you know defensively probably isn't the best game to play. Although he's potentially got chances of attacking returns at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chelsea and Brighton are coming up in the next four as well. So probably I wouldn't go to him at the moment. James? Yeah, I, I'd be wary of rotation there. So I probably would avoid Luca Dean. Um, potentially is a short term option. That Liverpool fixture is not great. So yeah, I probably would avoid for now. Um, do, we, do we know when Moreno's back? No, no, it's Mike. Matt just said it's uh, just a bit of a comment that he will be returning soon. No, uh, no nail date or anything like that. I'll um, I'll just check Premier injuries just to see when he's back. Um, if you carry on, I'll I'll, t- I'll I'll give you an update in a second. No worries. Um, Connor has been on. No tomb related questions this week. Yeah. You don't want to talk about <laughs> Newcastle. Um, <laughs> My question is, should we be captaining players like Bruno over Haaland each week? More routes to points when they don't score? It's a good question. I reckon, Ben? It's interesting, isn't it? How they're getting the bonus points and obviously you can get assists and chances created. So it's looking like the midfielders are the better players to pick this year in the dream team with the new scoring system. So could possibly be the way to go. Uh, can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> yeah. Like Harlan could have got could have got a few goals at the weekend, and then we wouldn't wouldn't even probably be thinking about this. He's uh, he's missed a penalty, and he's he's ended up getting a goal still, but he could have been a hat trick, couldn't it? So yeah. So. Swings and roundabouts. I'm not too sure. Tell you the truth, it's still early days in the new game. Still learning it myself. Yeah, I think targeting fixtures rather than 
players in certain positions, obviously. But more chance of getting points in the better fixtures. But I think maybe this weekend might have shown, obviously, I wouldn't be scared of not captaining Haaland. Mm, um, yeah, definitely. And attacking fixtures with your midfielders, maybe. But, I mean, Haaland against Sheffield United, he, yeah, he captain. Everybody that went and captained maybe Sterling or Jackson obviously did all right out of it this week. But if he'd have buried the penalty, it's... I mean, you reckon Matt? Yeah, uh, tricky one. I think I'm still captaining Haaland when he's got decent fixtures. I don't, I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to convince me not to. Um, you know, he got 36 goals last year. He's he's going to hit the points. He's not yet had one of those massive returns. Um, but I think I think it's. It's put that option. I don't. So I don't think I would go. I think as the question was phrased, of doing it more often than not. But I think there are going to be opportunities where that's a speculative, a bit of a different option is worth going for now. Um, and the midfielders have been scoring goals. <laughs> Saka, March, Diaby, and Wemo, Bruno. They're all. They've all got two or three goals yeah. already. So. It's definitely not a bad option, but I probably, yeah, I would be wary of. There will be a game where Haaland goes big, and if mm-hmm. you're not on him as captain, you're gonna be, you're gonna be gutted. Yeah. Thinking, why am I trying to play it too clever? Exactly. Captain Haaland every week. Exactly. And if that happens away, if he scores a hat trick away at Arsenal or away at um, Newcastle or something, which he obviously didn't, um, then then. And you make gone different. That's fine. Lots of other people have done the same. But it will be that that game where it's just obvious you catch some striker, and that'll be at least ten for Haaland this season, if not many, many more. But yeah, yeah. James, it's an interesting thought, isn't it? Um, about you know midfielders getting more points than strikers, and I I produced some stats last week to prove that that was the pattern that we're seeing so far. I would expect that to continue as well. Um, but yeah, it takes a brave man to go against Haaland. I think, um, just to turn the question around slightly, um, that could be picking the right week to go against Haaland could be the thing that propels you up the league, but you're going to have to grow a pair to do it. Uh, (laughs) that's, that's, that, that will separate the wheat from the chaff in when it comes to, to managers. If you, if you've got the cojones to do it and, and you pick that right week, that will propel you up the league. So um, I, I'm not against going against Haaland um, for certain fixtures, but yeah, I'll, I'm sure he'll be my captain most weeks. Yeah, definitely. Hey, James, Buzz says, what's, ha- what's Nunez doing behind you? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's... <laughs> <clears throat> he's got a filthy mind, that Baz Bestos. <laughs> he's, he's always straight. Any chance for a bit of innuendo, he's straight on it. <laughs> he looks like he's enjoying himself behind you anyway. <laughs> hey, my tag team partner, Andy Barnett's in the chat. Good evening, Andy. <laughs> Um, right, 
Anthony S. <coughs> is that me? Oh, um, That's my, just my one thing. Um, Moreno's close to being back. Back. Um, uh, the manager said not long ago. So I'm, I went according to Premier injuries. He's he should be back soon. So just want to bear in mind you are thinking about Dinia. Um, <laughs> I guess it's Anthony Stringer then. Should we target European players now or still target the easy fixtures um, like Spurs and Chelsea? Uh, ben, fixture man. Um, I would normally start targeting the European fixtures. I probably still will. I mean, the European teams. But yeah, um, with the, the scoring system this season, it seems to be like going all over the place. It's not so easy to... Um, players from the top teams. I mean, everyone's getting points. Like, look at Eze at Palace. He's he's murdering the point system. Like, could you get away with having him in this in your team during the uh, European weeks and just be happy for him to collect five, eight points a week? You know what I mean? It, just for his price. Could be a, a decent enabler when you start building budget. Um, but yeah, normally I would... I would uh, but looking at Chelsea as well, like um, Gusto, who got he got uh, good points, didn't he? So he's going to get a rise. It seems to be favouring the the cheaper players if you want to um, get a budget, raise your budget in your team. So like going for the cheaper players, you seem to to get more of a rise out of the player than say if, for example, Haaland scores a hat trick, he probably won't, won't even go up point one, point or point two or something maybe. If he gets a hat trick, but yeah, if you know what I mean, like if they, if they're cheaper players, you might be able to get more of a rise out of them. So yeah, I might be looking at Chelsea or Spurs players just for another week because the fixtures decent as well. Yeah, nice fixtures, aren't they? Do you reckon, Matt? Probably depends a bit on how many you've currently got that you're carrying non-European players. So if you are well, from the extreme end, if you happen to be fully non-European, you'd want to be targeting the European players right now. If you've obviously got 9, 10 or 11 European players already, which is very possible, then you can have a bit of a play around a bit more. So, and, you know, between those two, that's something like that. So I, I think we've got four transfers left until Europe with two this week, two next week. I've currently got Johnston in goal, Gusto uh, in defence and Buemo uh, in field. See, uh, but playing a striker pretty much. Um, I'm probably going to get rid of two. Probably going to go for Johnston. Possibly I'm going to do a sideways move onto Sanchez uh, for Chelsea. That might be a very short-term move. Very, very short-term. Um, but I'm, in doing that, I'll be missing Bournemouth at home from Buemo, which is which is a bit of a nightmare. Um, but all all part of the plan to get to that that European side with eleven for the week after. So yeah, that that's my favourite option at the moment. I may back well out of it, but um, I'm going for all eleven European players. Yeah, James. I've currently got four non-European players, and by my calculations, and Ben, correct me if I'm wrong. We've got four transfers before the European games start. Yeah, um, I think so. I think in previous seasons there have been players that have 
we've ignored, like Ivan Tony is the obvious one. Um, he's still performed well. I do, I do think there's room in the side for one or two, particularly this year with the changes in the in the point scoring. That's just more of a gut feel than a. I've spent too much time researching. I will look into that this week, I think, because, um, like I said, only four transfers left before European games start. I mean, there's no point in sticking in a a, a, a player that's. Um, got European fixtures for the sake of it, i.e., you know, picking a uh, endo from Liverpool just because he's caught um, yeah. an extra fixture. I mean, he might, they might not even play that extra fixture for some team like City. So I do think potentially there is, we need to be thinking a bit more broadly. Perhaps we haven't done that in previous seasons. Um, with players like Tony, um, and that some some will maintain that uh, because they'll play every Premier League fixture. Yeah, um, yeah. they won't. They're not prone to rotation. Um, I think there is room for one or two potentially non-European players. Yeah, definitely. And I'm on three at the minute. I only counted it as two because I can't. I, I can't see myself. Um, upgrading Johnston uh, to a European keeper. I just think it's too much money. Mm. So um, I'll just let him keep building building his price. I've got Gay and Eze from uh, Palace, but I think I think Eze might stay. I'd be more inclined to probably get rid of Forden now. It pissed me off a little bit this weekend. I just, I just expect him to start and... Uh, I just say something on that point. Um, yeah, from what I've read, Foden was ill during the week. So, you know, right. it, I would give him a little bit longer because I think he probably would have started if he, had, if he wasn't ill during the week. Yeah. That's why he travelled separately so he didn't affect the other players with whatever he had. So don't knee-jerk him out, I would say. Potentially keep him for a bit longer. Right. Well, That's are. what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, so it's probably going to be I'm probably going to switch from Gay to maybe Gusto for the price rise, um, and then yeah, I, I will be going with European players, ten of them, I guess. I might I might leave one uh, other than the keeper. I'm, uh, um, I might leave one out outfield because I'd say like a. A Madison, say, who's started really well at Spurs, um, or Sterling, who's doing all right at Chelsea. They, they're starting every game, aren't they? And if your European players are only playing one out of the two, when, like you touched on earlier, Ben, with uh, Wilson and Isaac, it's, yeah, sometimes you just want the players that are playing week in, week out. Not the rotation risks. I suppose. I should have nightmares from a couple of years ago from going in, not going into Madison and doing exactly what we just talked about with Endo, bringing in the likes of Thiago. <laughs> a couple of years ago, it was position. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we obviously we just come accustomed to um, chasing the European fixtures all the time. I think now so there's, that, that, there's that many options and there's that many players that are. 
they're picking up. It's, it's it's no longer like I don't know. You got Madison who plays one game. You've got I don't know Foden who's got a double game week. If Foden doesn't start both games, then there's highly likely that if Madison has a good game, he could easily outscore Foden across two games. Easily. It's like picking the players in form and the fixtures. It's um, we, we don't usually. We, it's always fixture volume, fixture volume. Like you know, you can sneak a player coming on and getting a, a clean sheet in being on pitch for three minutes and, and crap like that. But we we don't get away with that anymore. So yeah, it is new ways of thinking, and uh, we're all getting used to it. Right, uh, Ben has been on. If picking a city defender, what would be your order of preference? <laughs> it's just a lottery in it. I don't think it has. I don't know. Go on, Ben. <laughs> None. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, tricky, isn't it? Oh, obviously, if I had, if I had the, the uh, money in the bank, probably Diaz is probably the most, most nailed. Could, could Carl Walker be nailed now? He's the captain. I don't know. He seems to be playing all the games. He's the cheapest one, 3.7 million. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't really want. I won't pick any of them. It's too expensive. I think There's lots of uh, cheaper defenders doing well, uh, getting points. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I still do want a European keeper. So my number one option was going to be Edison out of those, but I would, I would go Allison above Edison probably um, anyway, or Pope, um, a little bit cheaper. I think. I mean, the, Vardio seems to be playing the last few, so he's an option. And Walker, I think, is at 3.7 million if he does carry on playing, as he has been. Um, I think he, he's the standout there. But at the moment, I think given we're constrained on budget, we'd probably be looking elsewhere. Yeah. But Europe, yeah. Who, who it, depends on how those fixtures land in Europe a bit. Again. Yeah. James, I agree with what you guys have said. Um, I did rank them in order, though, um, as the press <laughs> <press> did. Um, <laughs> um, Diaz clearly is probably the most nailed. I think. Um, five, five and a half million Diaz. Yeah, he's a lot of money, isn't he? I don't. Not sure he's worth. I'm not sure he's worth yeah. that. Um, so far. Yeah. Um, Gar, Gar, Gar Vidal, Gar Vidal um, would be my second choice. Um, what Barbie doll? Because he's got these apparently. Sorry, I just said Barbie doll. Um, I, think, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I think he, from what I've read, he is an attacking monster. I don't think we've seen that yet necessarily, but. Um, I think he could get in the points. I and he, he is a a left back. So um, whereas Aki, who was playing there, isn't really an F, he's he's actually a centre back, isn't he, by trade? Although he can play there. Um, so I, I would, and then I'd go a Kanji Walker in those orders. In that order, um, I wouldn't. Obviously, Stones would be up higher up the list if he wasn't made of glass. But he's not going to play every game because of his injury record. So. I would. I only see even when Stones fit. I I reckon he's only going to play one in two. 
Otherwise, he'd be much further up the list. Yeah, he's so much money, so much money for um, for these defenders. I mean, Walker at three point seven million is the highest scoring and like the cheapest of the over the recall Lewis and Gomez um, of the, of the usuals. Um, it's just it's a lot of money, isn't it? A lot of money when when there's so many other defenders that are playing so well and getting get the scoring matrix it does not really play into city's hands that their defenders will get passing percentages towards their bonus tiers and that is it because they're not making blocks they're not tackling because they've always got the ball they've always got unless them city defenders keep clean sheets you probably see that they're probably going to be unless they keep a hell of a lot of clean sheets they're going to be some of the lowest scoring defenders in, in the game I'm guessing um, because they, they don't do enough in the game unless they're getting attacking returns the, the, the way they're going to score score points is attacking returns or clean sheets whereas everybody else all these other defenders like they're all picking up bonus points even when they're losing the clean sheets they're picking up the bonus points for all the blocks the tackles and whatever else they're doing doing a lot more in the game because they're under the cosh a little bit more. So it's, it's one of them. It actually works against them being so good and in control of games. But it's one to keep an eye on. Midway through season, we'll have a look at, we'll have a look at how uh, the City defenders are scoring against everybody else. Um, have a quick look now. Where's the... Um... Yeah... Yeah, it's um, one to keep an eye on that. Right, question two. What teams and players are you targeting with your next two weeks transfers? City seems to be the only ones with a good run from now for the foreseeable. We all know how much Pep Ruick can affect your plans. Um, what teams, Matt? So, City, yeah, definitely. Um, and they'll be, you know, they might get a few decent ties in Europe, which they'll trounce the opposition in. Um, yeah. For me... Newcastle, if they avoid that group of death scenario, if they get some, if they get lucky, because um, they've kind of got Brighton away, which is tough this week, but after that, Brentford at home, the easiest, but it certainly isn't the hardest. Sheffield United away, Burnley at home, so those those two in a row. So potentially Newcastle um, and City are the two that I've kind of kind of highlighted myself. I think some of the others. Again, it's all going to be dependent on that European draw. So Liverpool may kind of mediocre run of fixtures, I think. Um, not too bad, not too not too good. So for me, City and Newcastle. Yeah, Ben? Yeah, I have to agree with Matt. Um, yeah, Man City, Newcastle are the ones that have the best, best fixtures at the short term. Um, like I say, Liverpool, decent. Arsenal's... Arsenal is all right, but they're not, they seem to keep conceding loads of goals at home, don't they, in the league and that. So I've got Saliba and I'm thinking about, I might jump off him to raise some money to put it somewhere else at the moment. So, yeah, but I, I've only got, I've got five non-European players already. So, <laughs> so like talking about Gusto, I don't really want to jump onto more non-European players, but if they're getting the points... It doesn't matter how many games they're playing, does it? Really, 
they've got good fixtures, so they could like if Gusto mm. can get another ten points at the weekend, yeah. I'll be asking that. You know what I mean? Just ticking along. So I might have to look at it a bit differently this year. Yeah, James. There aren't any standout teams for me apart from I. I do think Newcastle need to be looked at as Matt intimated as well. Um, they've got some. They've got Brighton and, and Brentford. We don't know what the draw is for the for the Champions League yet. And then they've got Sheffield United and Burnley. Um, yeah. So they're pretty good fixtures. Um, I would be. I think it might be time to be looking at the likes of Trippier, um, possibly Isaac. Um, that's that's what I'm thinking at the moment. It could be a good time to jump onto Newcastle. They've had a tough start to the season. Uh, they're a decent side. Um, probably time to look at some Newcastle players. Yeah, definitely that run of fixtures. Mm. Um, a, a, a big shout for Anthony Gordon, who were had a bloody brilliant game again yesterday. Um, he's looking really good since coming back from the European Championships we're at. Um, yeah, really does look the part. I think we all scoffed a little bit when uh, Newcastle paid that money for him, but doing decent, doing decent. Um, the, only, the only thing with Gordon, I think, is when the Champions League start, it might get rotated with Barnes. <laughs> yeah, there is that. I bet he's playing out of his skin, though. He, he's definitely first first choice. Yeah. We know how talented Barnes is as well. Barnes stays fit. And yeah, he's got uh, two good wingers there. Um, yeah, them, them, them fixtures for Newcastle really do need probably attacking, uh, especially with being in Europe now and that. Um, right, I've lost where I am there. Where's the next one? There we go. Um, have you thought any more? Sorry, uh, Ryan, Ryan Driver. Have you thought any more about the best strategy for the chips, particularly the part of the bus? Um, ben? No, like we said last week on the, someone asked that question last week. It's I'm just going to be looking at the, uh, the draw for the Champions League. And seeing who's got the best double game weeks, and then I'll be using them probably early in the season during the Champions League. Like we said, the FPL usually wait for the end of the season, don't you, for the double game weeks? But we have the double game weeks at the start and the end of the season, so yeah, 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 Matt. Uh, yeah, I mean, deep fried and with some fish, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> To be honest, I, it's one of those where I could I could waffle on for a long time on chip strategy, but it's it's exactly what Ben said. It's um, let's look at those European fixtures. There will be opportunities there to park the bus. Um, I yeah, that theory that I was saying earlier. If we do get a triple game week at the end, and City are in all three final, uh, are in the Premier League final match, obviously, and still want to play a decent side and FA Cup and Champions League, that's possibly a triple, but. It's a it's a bit early. I will be playing. I will be playing something definitely during. I think the group phase of the Champions League, mind you. That, that it, so yeah. whilst whilst it is not particularly put too much thought into it right now. Once those European draws come out, it is time to think. Yeah, definitely. Start positioning for it, James. 
Um, I haven't had any further, further thoughts on this since what we discussed last week. Um, so nothing to add, really. Yeah, I went here last week, but that's very much the same. You, you need to see probably who one of the big hitters in the Champions League or or in the Europa <laughs> are going to play. Bless you. Bless you. Uh, you want to see when they're going to play one of the, maybe the, the lesser sides in the European competition. Um, couple that with a a nice um, a nice easy fixture. Then all of a sudden you've got yourself where to use your chip. Mm. Uh, but until we know that, we can't do much about it. Question two from Ryan: A few non-European players performing very well, Sterling, Madison, etc. When Europe comes around, would you stick with their form or move to players with fixture count? I think we have just gone through that. Um, pretty much covered that, Ryan. Um, Obviously, Sterling and Madison, very good options and quite easily outscore a European playing player, um, especially with the format the way it is. Um, Lee Dock, uh, a couple of questions from him. We've got, do we know how, when transfers and price increases grow, go through after week four during the international break? Ben, do we know that? Sorry, I didn't hear that. What was that? Um, when do the transfers and price increases go through? Obviously, we hit an international break, don't we? I guess I, my guess is that he just extends, and as soon as you hit game week five on that Friday morning, will it? Yeah. Uh, sorry, um, Friday evening, if it kicks off on the Friday evening, it just goes through as normal an hour yeah, before. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Saturday at eleven thirty. I think before Wolves. Is it? Yeah. Right, I there think. You are. I don't know if Ben sounds like you've obviously you think the same. No, you go ahead, you go ahead Matt. No, I mean, I did look at the rules, and it's not it's not one hundred percent clear, but I think it's it's fairly strong intimating that it's just it will be the the game work the game week rolls over an hour before the first kickoff of a yeah. Premier League set of fixtures. An, but, even tricky, an even trickier question. Sorry, Ben. One. I'm just going to say, but make sure you have you for transfers. Uh, <laughs> Confirm just in case oh. they do something strange and give you an extra couple of transfers during the international break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never know, do you? Point. Um, question two: Who is who is least at risk of rotation? <laughs> Foden, Grealish, or Alvarez? Oh, flip a coin. Uh, I just we, we suffer we suffer with it every year, don't we? In every single format of the game. <laughs> Um, no idea. No <laughs> idea. Just don't know. I mean, yeah. Just make myself look stupid if I start trying to guess. But yeah, yeah. what do you reckon, Ben? Is he is he someone you can pick out there? If if we didn't include game week one, I would have said Grealish, but Grealish didn't play in game week one, so. <laughs> <laughs> I would say maybe Grealish because he might have been rested for the Sevilla game because that was a cup final, weren't it? Yeah. Um, maybe Grealish, I'd say, out them three. Guessing. Yeah. Matt? Rodri. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. James? Um, I would say Grealish is probably the least prone to rotation out of those guys. Um, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, that's probably the best answer. Jake Silvo, is it worth moving on from Sam Johnston over the next few weeks with Dean Henderson on his way to Palace? Mm. Is he? Yeah, apparently so. I have heard rumours of this. Uh, 50, yeah. million, 50 million fee has been agreed. It's a good shout. Um, I think Sorry, I think New, uh, Nottingham Forest are trying to hijack it at the moment, so it's not a done deal, is it? Right. Well, I think these ones definitely want to uh, keep an eye on that because mm. if, if they're going to if they're going to splash out their keeper, uh, Palace, you, you'd expect Henderson to probably get into that that starting starting berth. But who knows? Who knows? Want to keep an eye on. Lego, out of all the teams in Europe this season, which would you say have nailed on goalkeepers for both sets of fixtures, if any? And is it worth setting and forgetting on them? Ben? I'd say uh, Pope uh, and... Um, what's his name? <laughs> Alisson. Alisson, Pope. Martinez, I think, because he's played in the, uh, the first leg of the qualifier for the Europa Conference League. He's injured at the moment, though. So, uh can't think who the other teams. Onana. Onana, yeah. Onana should play both games. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Uh, Arsenal, it, they're probably going to rotate. Yeah. With, Ryan Ray, with getting Raya on loan. So, uh, Brighton, Brighton is just worse than Pep Roulette, isn't it, Brighton? So, yeah, I it. switch them. Yeah. Uh, West Ham could Fabianski could play in Europe, but Ariola could could be the next step for the Sam Johnston owners because he's cheap and he's playing the league. I don't know. He made some absolutely worldy saves mm. weekend. Ariola, unbelievable. Yeah, James, <clears throat> I can mate. Are you, are you just gonna set and forget on your keeper? Or are you gonna hunt down a European keeper? I haven't decided yet, if I'm totally honest. Um, the, the, uh, the the nailed keepers will more most likely be the ones that play in the Champions League um, yeah. and Martinez. Um, well, I say that. <laughs> I wouldn't touch an Arsenal goalkeeper right now with Raya waiting in the wings. Yeah. Um, I've heard rumours that Arteta... I think uh, Scott, Dream Team Professor, said he, he'd heard rumours that... Um, Arteta might swap the keepers depending on the fixture, which is highly unusual. But given what Arteta's been dicking around with the team this year, I wouldn't put it past him. So no, don't touch Ramsdale for that reason. Um, yeah, I mean, Onana's probably going to play in Premier League and Champions League. Um, uh, and Pope... And, prob and probably Edison as well. I, I think this, the, those three would be my top choices. Um, Ortega might get a game at the end of the group or something, but I don't think Edison, he'll, he'll, he'll replace Edison. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's tricky. I think it's such a... Like Arsenal, you've got Ramsdale as your number one. And you're bringing in another number one. It's tricky because you want to have two top class keepers. Because if one gets injured, you want to be able to replace it with, with someone just as good. But only one of them can play. And you can't keep 
world-class keepers happy if they're not playing. So, is Arteta going to rotate them? Like, if Brighton are going to start doing it, because the way he was speaking was that Steel and that Club uh, Rugen or whatever you were called, um, that they were going to alter it. Mm. Like you say, pick them for fixtures. It, it's a strange one. We've not seen it done before, I don't think, but we'll see. Goalkeepers usually talk about, like, you need to be settled. You need to know your number one, your, your back line, your defence. They, they obviously, there's like a cohesion between all of them. And if you chop it and change the keeper every game, I don't think it'd be good for a team, but what do I know? It's a classic case of um, a, a manager trying to be too clever. We've, yeah. seen Pep, we've seen Pep do that before, particularly in, you know, really important games like finals. Um, yeah. Arteta is the is the student of Guardiola. I think he's yeah. picked up some of his habits. Yeah, well, <laughs> it does look like it. Mm. It does look like it. Um, Andy Barnett, as we now have a three-week sample size to look at, what would your perfect 11 be if you had to pick and stick for the rest of the season? Unlimited budget. Ben. I haven't done, I haven't prepared for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jambo, have you got something wrote down there? Yeah, I have, yeah. Um, so in goal, I'd go Edison. Um, I would go Stupid Anne, Diaz and Trent. Um I'm a little bit wary of Trent because of Liverpool's defensive form, but I do think he will pick up attacking points. I'm I'm hoping our defensive form improves with the likes of Endo coming in. Um, in midfield, I've gone Saka, Fernandez, Odegaard and Grealish. Don't forget, this is a set-and-forget team. <laughs> um, up, up front, Haaland, Salah, Isaac. Yep. Wooly. What have you got down there, mate? Backline completely different from James. Not one single defender or goalkeeper the same. So I've gone Allison and goal. Um, oh, did you have Trent at the back, James? Did, yes, yes. You did. Okay, actually, we have got one similar then. Um, I've gone Walker from City, from our conversations about City earlier, about who's nailed, who's not. And he has got a little bit of attack potential. I've gone Trippier, now that Europe's starting again. Um, midfield, <laughs> Toma. Bruno Fernandes, Saka, uh, Rodri, who yeah. is my city field of choice at the moment, um, and Diaby, because I think he's he's got something yeah. about him. And then up front, Salah and Haaland. I mean, it's a good... It's a, I found that exercise, so thanks, Andy, for asking that question, because very similar to Sky, where Paul McAnulty on the Sky 3-for-1 um, podcast talks about his ideal team and working out how many moves you've got to get to it. I actually have found that quite useful to, to work out a route now to, to what I want to get. So that, that is a, that was a good exercise. I should have put Tripper in. I don't, I don't know why I did, I did it really quickly before the pod started. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with the Trippier pick. Yeah, definitely. Have you got an 11 there then? Yeah. So I've gone for Alison in goal. I think he's got, more ways of getting points than Edison, uh, saves and stuff like that. 
Uh, Basically, what you're saying is Liverpool is shitter at the back. <laughs> yeah. Just Allison, Allison seems to do. <laughs> Allison seems to do a lot better than Edison in Sky for save points, and uh, I think uh, that might benefit him in Dream Team this year. Um, so Allison, um, Trent, Diaz, Estupinan, and Trippier, and then uh, Saka, Rodri, Bruno. I've gone for Solly March. I think he's got a lots of uh, ways of getting points. Tackles, yeah. chances created, assists, goals, um, and Salah and Haaland up front. Four, four, two. Four, four, two. Yeah, four, four, bloody two. I don't have one. I've been, <laughs> I've been fighting against the computer all day. Um, yeah, good on that, Andy. Um, interesting to what's your eleven? Drop it in the chat there. Let's have a look at your eleven there that you've got too. Um, Lee Hooper, do we know if the Conference League games will get points the same as other games and will opt to cover them? Pretty sure Opta must cover them. Would you reckon, Ben? Um, I, not I checked this. They are, they are covered Yeah, brilliant. There you are then. Lee, they'll be disordered. And to be fair, it does mean because I would last year that I didn't want to touch the Conference League because the ratings were shy. Like, they weren't scoring it properly, were they? But obviously, if Opto are doing the stats, we're going to get proper points this year. So that's good. Good to know. Um, David, 87. Is Rodri now the best option for a City midfielder? He's the only guaranteed starter. And even if you take out his two goals so far, he'd still be their highest scoring midfielder. Yeah, because we I, I think was, was it last week, week before, after the first game week, we were saying that Rodri's probably not going to score every week. He, well, he's, he's proven us wrong, isn't he? Um, but yeah, even with, he doesn't need the goals, does he? Because he's he's doing a bit of everything. So, what do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, he's a most nailed Man City midfielder from last season. Um, he's he's going to get in tackles. He can create things. He can get the odd assist. As you can see, he can score an odd goal as well. I mean, yeah. I won't count on his goals every week, but like you say, he tackles... Chances created, bonus points possibly as well. So, yeah, yeah I, I like him. He's probably the most nailed out of all the Man City midfielders. Yeah. How times have changed. We're looking at Rodri instead of Foden. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Matt? Well, he's an absolute points magnet on Sky. And I am I am really scared at the moment because I don't have him there. Um, but I think on, on Dream Team as well, he... He's the one in the Man City midfield at the moment that's that's I I'm really glad I've got. Um, and there's a quote that somebody put into the Discord earlier, which was something along the lines of, "Now that De Bruyne and Gundo out, um, that Rodri's really enjoying where Kovacic plays, which is pushing uh, Rodri forward. So not only is he now getting the tackles, the, the passes, and the um, he's getting the assists, he's getting goals." He's, yeah, so many routes to points. Apart from penalty saves, he, he can get a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, James. Yeah, I I, I saw that uh, quote from Kovacic. Uh, sorry, from um, Rodri about Kovacic covering him so he can get further yeah. forward. Um, so I think he probably is is an option now. He's he's nailed, and he's yeah. picking up points, and he's he. 
he can score a goal. We saw that last season as well. Um, it's not prolific, of course, but um, yeah, I, I think he could be a good option. Yeah. What about um, just touching on City midfielders? They just signed, is it uh, Jeremy Doku? Yeah, Doku, yeah. Percy Winger. Um, yeah, obviously, the, uh, is that going to push, push forward and is he a right winger, left winger? I'm not too sure. You'd think he'd be for the right, wouldn't you? I'm just checking. Yeah, so one one sort of speculation I saw earlier today was that he is he does generally play right and it might push Foden into the middle. I doesn't it doesn't really help solve that question earlier of who's most nailed out of Grealish. No, it probably just makes it even more difficult. It does. Because you could imagine, you could say that pushes Foden out of the team, or you could say that pushes Foden into the middle and pushes Alvarez out of the team. It is, yeah, it's yeah. really, yeah, City, blimmin' City, where that. That's it. Yeah, so he's he's one to uh maybe keep an eye on next uh, an exciting <laughs> player as well. But Roger, yeah, he's just he's brilliant, isn't he? Brilliant, brilliant player. Uh, and I, I thought I said it at the start of the season. I think I said it on the first pod that. Kovacic was such a clever signing for City. Really good signing. Um, he was a very good player in a shy Chelsea team. <laughs> I like Kovacic. He's a good player. Anyway, uh, Aman, your questions, mate. Question one, is Bowen a viable option on form and Europe ahead? But will Kudos affect his minutes? So you got a little bit of that. I, I can't. Sure, he's not going to drop Bowen. He's not going to drop Bowen. He's main man there, more or less, isn't he? Um, what do you reckon, Ben? Well, I think um, Moisey was talking about playing Bowen a bit further forward this season because he has done in the past when he played for yeah. Hull. So he could be playing as a striker or a second striker. So you might see Kudus on the right and Bowen behind Antonio or something like that. So I don't think he'll affect uh, Bowen. Bowen's like, he's indispensable for uh, West Ham and he? he is. Yeah, they play through him. Um, James? Yeah, um, I, Kudas does play where Bowen has been playing so far this season, but I agree with Ben that um, Bowen can play further forward. Um, yeah. I do think we will see Bowen getting a few more rests, but he's going to play the majority of games. Last, I mean, previous seasons, he's played every bloody game. He, he will need a rest from time to time. He, he's but, very um, rarely injured, isn't he? He's he, he's got a bloody. I think he's got a bloody good injury record. That, um, mm. like you say, last season he it was ninety minutes, ninety minutes, ninety minutes, ninety all the time, all the way through the European campaign for us as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I reckon Matt definitely an option. Um, you're right. They've got they've got options. Uh, in attacking midfield and up front as well, haven't they? So Pakitar and Ward Prowse have already looked good as well, scored scored lots of points. Um I don't know what the latest on Pakitar is as to where he's going. But I do I like that West Ham attack now. Yeah. They they, they are looking they can go I don't know why it surprised me so much <laughs> how well they started, but they do look really good. Yeah. Um and Bowen's in great form, so I've got no problem with Bowen until we definitely definitely yeah, definitely. Good option. Um, the second question from Aman is, is it now time to let go of Salah and Rashford up front? 
James, we've got to you for that. I mean, if, if Salah goes to uh, the Saudis, then it's, it's easy, doesn't it? We'll, we'll lose Salah and Kane in both season. I don't think he'll go. It's too late in the transfer window. I think if they'd come in with 150 million at the start of the transfer window, yeah. a, they probably would have. FSG would have taken that. They've proved that with the likes of Coutinho in the past. Um, I've been listening. I always listen to the Blood Red podcast. They, they were discussing it on there, and I agree with what they said. Um, it's probably too late in the transfer window for that to happen. Um, yeah. So I, I don't really see him going. Um, uh, as to whether it's time to get rid of them, um, the one question I didn't really prep for. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I think Salah's probably, like I've said before, Salah's probably a little bit too expensive for my liking, um, yeah. given the fact that he's more of an assist. I've said in previous pods, I think he's going to be more of an assister. Um, yeah. He's still got a re- de- decent points tallied so far this season. But um, I think this year, I think there could be other options that you'll get more um, po- points per million for. Yeah. Um, Rashford, well, he, he's now moved back to the left um, in the last game, um, which clearly he prefers. He's not Definitely. number nine. No, nope. um, their new striker should be fit soon, I think. So, I I don't know. I think Rashford still could be a good option. United have not had the best start; they haven't looked great. Um, but I would I would expect them to fix those problems. It's not they're not pressing well yeah. enough. Um, the the things I was listening to your mate Danny Murphy on um, oh. match of the day. <laughs> and, um, he said uh, the problems are easy to fix. So I would think a manager of Ten Hag's capabilities would, would resolve these things soon. Yeah, da- Danny Murphy knows as much about <laughs> pressing a bloody football as I do about fucking microbiology. <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, when he, when he sits there calling players lazy or... God. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I've set him oh. off. I've set him Danny, off. Danny Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, my, my, my next sentence, Tony, was going to involve your other best mate, Sir oh. Jurgen Klopp. Oh, God. He's smiling <laughs> at the end of that game. I had to, I had to just turn the TV off. This big, big grin with his big teeth. I'm like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not doing this. Turn it off. No, and, then I I see, he, I, and then I seen that he, he shushed Tyndall back, didn't he? He did. Oh, <laughs> I know. I didn't want him to enjoy that moment. I don't like Bob. No, you're back, Ben. James, if you yeah. could just take the next question. I really need a piss. I'd obviously be live. So if you could just uh, take the next next question just while I go, go for a pee. Yeah, before sure. I, uh, um, before okay. my bladder explodes. Yep, so... Um, <clears throat> The next question is from David87. Top top five striking options for September in order. Um, Matt, what do you reckon? So I have put them in order. I have got an order this time, so that's good. Um, (laughs) Number one, let's not talk about number one, Haaland. Number two, I've gone Isak um, with his Sheffield United and Burnley 
But it does depend a little bit on those two Champions League fixtures. Um, Alvarez, I think, number three, because he could get a lot of minutes over. Well, he's playing in the Premier League at the moment in their side, um, and he'll get some minutes in the Champions League. Let's wait and see who they get. Mo Salah. So going back to that question of holding on to Salah and Rashford, I'm at the moment still holding Salah. I'm a little bit worried about price decreases, but we'll see. And number five, a midfielder, to be honest. I'm not sure I want to. To be fair, notable mentions would be Jackson this week. They're moving on, and um, possibly Antonio for Europe. But we'll see. I'm not. I'm not sold on three up front. To be honest, so I'm happy with happy with two of the two of the four that I've mentioned. What do you think, Ben? What are your top five strikers for September? Uh, Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Salah. Uh, just I love him. He just gets points from all, all angles. Can he can tr- create chances as well with this new point scoring uh, system? Um, Rashford, I think he's still a good good option. Uh, also can create chances, uh, extra points for that, don't you? Um, Alvarez now with. All the injuries at City, I think he could be potentially playing all, all the games for September. Uh, and fifth one is, I've gone for Watkins just because I'm a bit weary of picking a Newcastle striker at the moment because I'd rather have Watkins for two games than Isak for 60 of one and 30 of the other, if you know what I mean. I mean, let's see how they do. I'm going to wait and see how they do in the first week in the Champions League and if the do pick Isak for both games, night uh, 80, 90 minutes, and that's definitely uh, an option for me. I'm just a bit weary at the moment. Mm, okay. What about you, James? Um, Harland, obviously, Isaac, Rashford, Salah, Alvarez. Yeah. Tony, did you have a, a top five strikers for September? I don't, but I could tell you some. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the look of Anthony Gordon. Um, I like Trippier as an attacking option, obviously. Striker, so striking option. Strikers. He's, a, he's an attacking option, isn't he? Where are we? No, he's a Gordon. Top five striking option. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> nah. Well, there you are. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I think we've covered that anyway, so I think yeah, we'll do the next one. Right, I thought I thought you said attacking options. I thought yeah. Um, Lee Hooper, can we have a readout of the mini leagues? Um, yeah, we'll get that sorted. Don't worry about it, mate. He's obviously uh, had a good. He's obviously had a good week. Is what I would say. <laughs> uh, otherwise, we always do the mini leagues. <laughs> I think perhaps we won't do them this week. <laughs> yeah, where is it? I'm joking, Oh, yeah, he's up there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah, let's not read them out this week, <laughs> right? Connor, can Diaz and three million cover Salah? Um, do you know, I took Salah out this week and put Ez in. Whenever have you done that in entry <laughs> <laughs> And I did it, and I, I, didn't, I weren't even. I wasn't even that scared of it. I, yeah, it didn't bother me. Weird one, that. Weird one. Uh, Diaz has looked really sharp. He's looked really good. Uh, I've been impressed with him. Um, 
him so far? I think so, yeah. I think Diaz and three million spent elsewhere in your team could cover it. Uh, could cover Salah. What do you reckon, James? Yeah, Diaz has had a good start to the season. He's, he's like a terrier. Um, but we need players like that in the side. Um, a fight, he's a fighter. Yeah. Um, he goes for everything. He reminds me a little bit of um, Suarez in that respect. Um, yeah. He's one of these feisty South American players. Um, yeah, he's great. I mean, he scored some great goals. Um, he's going to get rotated a little bit, but, you know, he, he did, don't forget, he had a bad injury last season. So, you know, the likes of uh, Jota might come in on the left. But it, the way he's playing, I don't see him. I think he's, I think he's first choice on that left at the moment. So, uh, yeah, he's a good option. Definitely. Yeah. I think he, I think, Cop probably prefer, prefers having Diaz out there with a pace. Obviously, mm. he's, he's, he's quite pacey. Goes back to like having Mane and Salah mm. as your pacey wingers with you, with you striker through middle. Do you reckon Ben? <laughs> um, it'd be nice to know which three, three million option he was thinking about. Um, just having a look at the three millions, there's not many. I mean, well, I, I mean. It wouldn't be three million. So the three million that you save would go on top of another player, wouldn't it? So it could enable you to get, I don't know, a Fernandez rather than a Anthony Gordon. I, I don't know if, if that's what he's that's what he's trying to get at. I mean, the other thing I, yeah. I'm not quite sure about is that the current difference is two and a half million. So they started as three million different. Diaz has actually gone up a bit. Salah's come down a bit. So it may be he's got half a million in the bank and it's a three million kind of difference but I, I think I'd go with that interpretation of the question that you've got Anthony. Yeah I think it's because uh, Connor Connor doesn't have Bruno Fernandes as well mm. so I think that's where you're getting at yeah you're right yeah um, I think it can do with the with the multiple ways of getting points this season so yeah, yeah. It possibly can do it this season it's, yeah, it's yeah. not a, a template this year is it yeah you go you go back to last week, you know you just it's a straight and all that like you've got to have Sal in your team, but mm. I think what we've probably seen for the first three game weeks is that there's that many options, there's that many players scoring points. Like I said, there's that many ways of getting the points. So yeah, I think it can be done. You can actually cover Salah this year. Um, what do you reckon, Matt? I mean, I've got them both. At the moment, if that's anything to go by, um, Diaz is a wasn't his greatest of weeks given the uh Virgil van Dijk incident <laughs> again, uh, and yeah. him being snubbed off after that. So, a bit frustrating, really. I was, I was uh, sat there on Sunday, big match, last one of the of the weekend, was really excited. Couldn't resist that. Couldn't resist. So, I yeah, I think Diaz looks great. I've yeah. currently got them both. I might hold them long term. Yeah. Oh, I think James, as you said about Salah, the could more than a this merchant uh, maybe this year. Um, there's a lot of striking options up top. I think 
Diaz is probably just as good an option as Salah. Maybe not as nailed, but decent option. Decent option. Salah's got penalties, don't forget. So that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. But as as you can see from Haaland, it's not always a good thing, is it, when you've got him captain and it's minus what is it, minus six to missing a penalty. Did, did you notice that on the commentary they said I th- actually I was I think I was watching B in sports commentary, they literally said this is a banker, um, he's not missed a penalty yet in the in in the league, and then he hits the post, which yeah. amused me. <laughs> yeah. All right, DT Patrick. Oh, go on, go on then. Speaking of violin moments, um, Mav was comment, uh, commenting in the uh, Discord the other day and he said, I was too busy trying to get pissed after work yesterday. I completely forgot to lock my transfers in. Would have been Sterling and Foden gutted. Get the violin out. <laughs> Right, Mav, we've all been there, mate. We've all been there. It happened. Did it, Ben? Yep. <laughs> right. The last question, and it goes to Patrick. Um, with Europe starting soon and Liverpool still scoring well, does a Nunes Yotta double up make good sense, budget and potential points wise? Obviously, alongside Haaland. James, um, would you be that ballsy? No, no. They're I both not going to start, are they? Well, um, Nunes hasn't started a game this season. I know he came on and scored two great goals. Um, I don't think Klopp trusts him. So he's made comments previously about him not um, pressing from the front enough. Um, yeah, I my gut feeling, and I might be wrong because he did come on and change the game. I think he'll probably be more of a super sub. I mean, he was our fifth choice. I would have had him as our fifth Nunes as our fifth choice attacking. Ninety uh, odd million. <laughs> but don't forget, he's young. So, oh yeah, um, he's one. You know, he could. He's got mass bags of potential. He could be a hell of a player. Just needs to get his potentially be a bit more savvy with his shots. Um, but he he's got the potential to be an incredible player. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure he's gonna. I, I'd be a bit worried about rotation. I don't think just because he scored two goals, he's necessarily going to come in and play every game now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Jot, Jot is a good player. He's going to pick up points, but he will get rotated. He's injury prone. Um, there's so many attacking options at Liverpool. But you could argue, and I think perhaps this is what Patrick's trying to say, we're scoring a lot of goals. It doesn't They're being spread around, but if we're scoring a lots, lots of them, then you're still going to get points. So, Yeah, I, I think the, the only thing is, is especially with... The way the points are being scored is you want your players that are starting. You want starting, you want them in there, in amongst it all game, being able to get the tackles, whatever it might be, uh, clearances, the pass, like so they can get the bonus points. You, if they're only coming on for 20, 30 minutes, you rely on to score a goal. 
Yeah, I, I don't think that's the way to play it. I think you, you I'd rather rather than go Yota Nunez, um, you might as well just have a bloody Eze, for example. Um, who's just pick up bonus points and start every game. It's, I, th- I think really you want to be going for that, even with the European games, as we touched on earlier about like sometimes it's, it might just be better just to have the player that is going to be playing 90 minutes of one game in the week rather than maybe a bit part of two games. Mm. Because you're not on there enough. If you're not on the pitch for long enough, you're not going to accumulate enough incidents that happenings towards your bonus point marks and yeah. and all that. That's why I see it. What do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um especially with uh, getting two points for a start as well. Yeah. That all accumulates. Um and they they were talking in the chat just there about Nunes going to Man City. He he uh, sorry Nunes from Wolves. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. There you are. Ford and Greeley, so New is going there now as well. Yeah, well, he, he's got eight bonus points in two games, and he got sent off in one of them. So maybe he could be, <laughs> maybe, maybe he could be a little cheat code from uh, if he gets in the Man City yeah. side as well for bonus points. And there's the um, there's the Rodri roulette coming as well, which <laughs> we thought could be the nailed person potentially. Ooh. Certainly. Um, Talk in the chat. But yeah, Roger did um did say that he can't play every game this this mm. season. I, I think he he actually said there's I did it last year, but I don't, I can't do that again. But I, <clears> he's <throat> going to play most of them. He thinks yeah. he'd be playing. Pep decides, not Rodri. <laughs> <laughs> right, that um that ends the questions for tonight. Um, hour and a half in. Um, any questions more... in the in the in the chat? I, I had what's that? What have you done, Tony? No, I remember that. <laughs> I don't think it was me, but I've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just seen Matt were on mute and then when he muted it, it went away. Anyway, we've got the who are you quiz. Ah. Ooh, uh, yeah. Right. Come on, Ben. Right. So everyone get involved in the in the uh comments. Guess who guess who the uh mystery Premier League player is from the past. Obviously you boys shout out and answer if you've got one. Right, you ready? Go on. He was born on the 12th of November, 1977, age 45 now. Right. Played played in the Premier League between 2006 and 2011. Um, He scored 37 goals, uh, 7 assists in 120 games. We played for Blackburn Rovers and, hey, West, and West Ham. I've got to get this, haven't I? Yeah. Any guesses in the, in the uh, YouTube yet? How many goals did he score? 
scored 37 goals in 120 games. Blackburn Rovers and West Ham. He's also won a Champions League oh. with Porto. So we've got a guess in the uh Albergovic. <laughs> El Hajj Diouf. No. Oh bloody hell Fitzy's got it. Benny McCarthy. Benny McCarthy. Is that all he scored? Yeah. Thirty seven goals in hundred and twenty games. Well done, Fitzy. How many, how many of them were for Rovers? I'm sure he had a I'll tell you now. very, very, very good. Goal scoring record at Rovers. Must have been most that good the, most been, Well, they were all for Rovers. 37 oh. goals. <laughs> <laughs> he never he never scored for West Ham. Unbelievable. Great he only played there. 11 times for West Ham, though, but he was decent for Rovers, weren't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a, do you know he's a United's striking coach now? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very, very good player. That's through yeah. his Ajax connection, I think. Is it? Yeah, because he played for Ajax as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. Very talented player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one question. Sorry, there was one question in the, in the Discord that came in after I'd updated the, the OneNote, but I thought it might be quite interesting to, or, to create some banter at least. And it's a quick one. If you, do you mind if I throw that in there? Oh, smash it. Yes. Um, so Anthony S said, Ganacho or Murphy, who's better? Settle the d- debate with me and Connor. <laughs> Danny Murphy? No, he's on about. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you want to play for Newcastle? Jacob, Jacob Murphy. Jacob, Jacob Murphy, Murphy and um, Ganacho. Ganacho. <laughs> Ganacho is. Um... Yes. <laughs> he's a better player. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of talent. Good actually, he, he, he could uh, go on to be a very, very good player. Do you want to know how many points per minute they've got so far this season? In, in on, Matt. If that's if that's what's going to sell this, Ganacho's <coughs> had five points so far, and he's played 66, 68 minutes, zero point zero four per minute. Jacob Murphy, Jacob Murphy's played four minutes so far this season and he's got four points <laughs> how has he got four points got uh, yeah got an assist in that time so, so big he... chance created one yeah. point again on the pitch yeah and two for the assist jesus christ can't really say i've watched either of them this season much but um on that basis i'll go murphy <laughs> I, I'm going to go Ganacho because Murphy's just a, a workhorse. He's not great, is he? I mean, he's, he's not even first choice in Newcastle, is he? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so you, you, you've got the vote. It's two Ganacho, one Mur- Murphy. I'm, I'm, booting, I'm booting Ganacho up the arse and kicking him out anyway because he was in my team and he was rubbish. So I'm I going. Yeah, it's not settled. That's two two. I just think Ganacho uh, <laughs> has got the potential to obviously become a, a good player, but I'm going Murphy just because it, <laughs> it's this season. 
I love that, Matt. That's roughly 4,500 points per season if you played every minute. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. Um, Lee Hooper is desperate to hear these top 10 to be read out. James, do you want to do the Dream Team Tonic Cash League? Certainly. Um, in 10th, we've got Aman Tatner. Tatner. Uh, in Ninth, we've got C. Sharkey. In eighth, Evan Wright. In seventh, Dan Sherwood. In sixth, Connor Tobin. In fifth, B. McLaren. In fourth, Lee Hooper. In third, in second, we've got H. Jones. And at the top, we've got A. McGill. We've got A. McGill at the top. What's the McGill? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well done, mate. Uh, 258 points. Uh, nice old score there. Um, we've got the Dream Team Tonic Patreon only uh, cash league. Ben, have a read out of that, mate. Yeah, let's have a look. 10th place, we have Jay Payton. 9th place, M Tavares. 8th place, Ben Coles. 7th place, Dan Sherwood, sixth place, Connor Tobin, fifth place, Lee Hooper, fourth place, Andy Barnett, third place, Jake Sylvester, second place, Nathan Wisby, and top of the shop, Ryan Driver. Driver's Holiday Fund. Good name for your team. That's um, that's James's tag partner, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Car- carrying him. Hustlers. <laughs> hey, I've got more points than Ryan this week. He only, he got, he only got 83. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Raz. Come on. <laughs> no, he's having a stonking season so far. Uh, have you got the league there for the tag tag league, Matt? Are you going to have a read out of that there? I've got the tag league. Uh, thanks to the brilliant FF Stuffs. Yeah. Um, putting it up on their site. So in 10th place, we've got the Sky podcast lads, Paul McAnulty and Andrew Ferguson. In ninth, we've got Luke High and Charlie Luciano. In eighth, it's Simon Davis and Stephen Williams. In seventh, Andrew Tweddle and Lee Hooper. In sixth, we've got Andy Barnett. In fifth, it's Lewis Wright and Matthew Kent. In fourth, Tim Barry and Dan Sherwood. In third, we've got Ryan Driver and James. Go on. We've dropped a bit, but we're still in contention. Still well in contention. <laughs> Second, Jake Sylvester and Sam Taylor. And top of the shop, it's Tom Brindley and Aman Tatler. That is a pair of hustlers right there. That is. There are some great combinations in that league. McNulty and Fergie, though. The Sky duo. Yeah. Yep. Did you uh, notice he was in 11th on the list? No. <laughs> Matt, Matt's in 11th with his, uh, oh. with his tag team partner. Just missed the cut. Who put, yeah. who put the image in? <laughs> I, was, I, was hung over. I wasn't feeling generous. <laughs> no, Sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Right. And on that note, um, it's time to say goodnight. It's been emotional. Uh, cheers to everyone who's tuned in. 
cheers to all the patrons who uh who work supporters every month it's it's uh much appreciated hopefully you get get some out of uh listening to us waffle on um if you've if you've not been over and you've not you're listening now on youtube um and you're not listening live get yourself over to patreon.com forward slash dream team tonic and get involved get involved Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers, Matt, for coming on as well. Uh, no short problem. notice as well, mate. That's okay. Um, Scott no, should be back man. next week. Uh, he's probably currently uh, very drunk at a barbecue. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cheers, guys. See you later. Don't forget to like and subscribe. That's it. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>